Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme and happy December. Like what? How did that happen? I have no fucking clue, Uh, but it's December and that's wonderful for us. I just am so excited for New York around the holidays I got a Christmas tree and it is giving me so much joy. I'm saying that as I also stare at the menorah that we have. I am Jewish, but I love celebrating Christmas. And it's so funny because I posted about this on social media and someone was like, that's cultural appropriation. And I was like, what? I'm just enjoying all holidays. Like if someone who wasn't Jewish had a menorah or made lodkas, I wouldn't be like, how? dare you disrespect us? What? No. I actually think that that's amazing. Cultural appropriation is a very real thing. But to me, it's nothing where you're celebrating another person's religion is cultural appropriation. Like there's just no way. I think, you know, most people that I know think that it's amazing that everyone wants to celebrate Christmas. I feel as if it's like the most festive holiday Hanukkah is amazing. I don't know enough about Kwanzaa, but I know that with Hanukkah, like where do you put the presents, right? You want to put them under a tree. Like Christmas is great because you know where to put the presents. And these holidays like are so exciting because of of presents. Maybe that's just me and I love presents. I'm not even a gift giving love language person. I just think presents during the holidays are so exciting. I think it's all the Christmas movies I watched growing up too. Like there are no Hanukkah movies and that's okay, but maybe there should be. Someone should make a Hanukkah movie if you're listening and you're a filmmaker. Jonah, if you're listening, shout out. Anyway, I wasn't going to do a solo episode, like a full solo for a bit, but then I was like, you know what? I would love to come on here and tell you the truth about how I'm feeling recently I posted about this on social media. I am feeling over myself. And it's so funny because sometimes I'll read my reviews and they'll be like, she's just so obsessed with herself and it shows. And it's funny because like, if you know me, like know me, know me, which is really a select few, I'm my biggest critic. Like I hate myself a lot more than I like myself trust me about that. And I'm not bragging and I'm not saying that that's a good thing. Like I don't want anyone listening to this to hate themselves. I'm just saying I'm over my shit. Like if you're over my shit, don't worry. I am 10 steps ahead of you over my own shit. Like 10,000 steps because I'm over it. Like I just, you know, this past weekend, last weekend, it was 
the holidays. It was Thanksgiving. And I was, I just caught myself kind of like doing everything around my own schedule, like not going out of my way in the slightest. Like even like my sister asked me to help her bring like the carriage for the kids up the stairs. And I was like, meh, like I did it obviously. But my initial reaction was like, no, like what? Who the fuck do I think I am? Like, why would I just sit on my ass and be on my phone? Like it literally got to a point where I was doing I was so unhelpful that I was just like in my phone all weekend. Like it was just me and my phone. And I noticed like, even when I was at like my in-laws, I was like, or my in-laws to be, I was like not cleaning up. And then at the end I was like, Oh, can I help with anything? Like at the end, like what? And then at the end of the weekend, we got Chinese foods with my in-laws to be. And I couldn't wait like 10 minutes for my father-in-law to be to come home to eat. Like I just started eating. And then I'm like, ew, by the end of the weekend, I'm like, who the fuck was I this weekend? Who did I think I was? Like, why did I think the world revolved around me this weekend? Why did I not do anything inconvenient for myself this weekend? You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's so important to do something that you don't want to do that's not for you. It's the only way really to stay sane for me and to like myself is to do more things for other people. And I always talk about like, you know, doing service. Like if you're feeling depressed or you're feeling this or you're feeling do things for other people. And this is why like you, you just end up being revolted by yourself if you don't, or maybe that's just me, but feeling, I was feeling very over myself. And then I started to do things for other people. Like I, made popcorn for my nephew and like watched a movie with him and it's Hanukkah or or it was when I'm recording this. And I was like, you know what? I'm having a crazy day, but I'm going to make latkes for my fiance, even though I have to go out to dinner for a work thing. I'm going to, you know, run around and make latkes for him. And so when he gets back from his day at work, there are Lodkas and he is happy in our home. You know, he's a cancer. So he really likes that like home shit. And so when I cook him a meal, he's like so happy. And it's funny, like when you, when you want to have a good relationship, you have to remember those little things that they really appreciate and like do them for them. You know, like I'm a very simple person. I want a bacon, egg and cheese on the weekends. And like, if I don't get a bacon, egg and cheese on the weekends, like I'm pissed. And so it's not that hard to like accommodate that bacon, egg and cheese thing. For him, it's like he likes a home cooked meal. So if I have to spend like 30 minutes to an hour cooking a little bit for him, like I'll do it because it's going to make him so happy. It's like you can't withhold that shit from your partner that you know is going to make them happy. And if you start to, then that's like, do you even really like them? You know, cause like you want them to win. That's part of wanting them to win anyway. So bottom line is that I'm over myself, but I'm trying to not be, I think the only way to really be not over yourself or sorry, to be into yourself is to be someone that you're really admiring at that moment. Someone who's doing service, someone who's showing up for people in their lives, someone who is being selfless, Like my friend has COVID right now, which really is so shitty and I feel terrible for her. And so I'm checking in with her like every second, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? 
and I went to go visit my, my friend's baby. And even then I was like almost over myself because I was like, she was asking about the wedding and I was like, Oh, well, like, here's all the things about the wedding. And I was like, wait a second. How, like, I'm not telling you about my wedding. You just keep birth. Tell me your birth story. Like immediately tell me exactly what happened and what you went through and what you're going through now post-birth. Like, why are you about to get me to talk about my wedding? Absolutely not. My wedding is not nearly as important as you creating a life. Tell me about that. How about that? Don't, I'm sorry. I'm not talking about my wedding. Like, absolutely not. I want to hear about your birth. And I think just like turning that around and being able to, before I was like too deep into myself, again, like brought me, brought me back to normal. Thank God. This is a time when I feel like everyone is asking, what do I, like I'm new with, you know, going to my, my boyfriend's family or girlfriend's family for the holidays. Like, what do I bring? What do I do? Or like, what do I get someone we're just official for a month? Or what do I get someone we're not official, which means you don't get them anything. But people have been asking me this and they're like, but I I can't get them anything. They have everything. And guess what they don't have? Guess what the best gift to get anyone is? Your boyfriend's mom, your boyfriend's dad, your girlfriend's sister, everyone in the family, you can get someone milk bar. Like every milk bar has something for every single person. They have all different kinds of cookies, their signature birthday cake, which it doesn't have to be your birthday to eat the milk bar pie. They have a compost cookie. They have like a corn flake cookie. They've got like some seasonal stuff right now, like pumpkin milk bar pie and apple cider donut cake. Like what? Milk bar truly has every single thing that you could ever want or dream about. And it really is the perfect gift. If you're seeing someone new, like you don't want to come off too strong. You don't need to get them like a diamond necklace. You don't need to get them a cashmere sweater. Like you just started dating, get them milk bar, get them a pastry, you know, get them like an amazing pie or like the birthday cake, get them some birthday cake truffles. Those are always, always a hit. And no one's going to be like, oh my God, why did you get me milk bar? Or like, I didn't even, that wasn't thoughtful. It's always thoughtful because it's delicious. For our, our engagement party, like a couple different people got me milk bar. Was I ever like, oh my God, we got milk bar twice. I'm so upset. No, I froze some of it and I ate some of it and I was the happiest person in the world. Milk Bar actually has a special limited time offer for our listeners, which is pretty wild because I've been a fan of it like for as long as it's existed. And you can get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash Acme. So it's a perfect number to spend. You can spend $50 or you can spend $55. You can spend more than that, whatever you're in the mood to spend for somebody that you love or like, or are still figuring out if you like, you get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to milkbarstore.com slash Acme. That's milkbarstore.com slash Acme. Trust me, it's the gift that truly keeps on giving. Like anyone that doesn't, appreciate milk bar you don't want in your life. Like those are bad people. So recognize the bad people by getting the milk bar and testing it, you know? Something really crazy happened over Thanksgiving. I got a text from someone impersonating Stephen. 
Like, I'm not even kidding. And this isn't the first time that's happened. I've gotten a couple weird messages on Instagram being like, you don't know who your fiance really is. Like some weird shit. And then someone even like went as far as to make up a story saying they overheard a conversation between my fiance and his boss that never happened. Like it was crazy. And I'm not famous by any means. So I can't even imagine what actual famous people go, like what they go through when they're in relationships and people want to like tear it down because it's wild, wild. Like I feel, I feel really bad for people who actually like have a, a following and in a relationship. Cause I mean, the fact that this is happening to me is crazy. Luckily the messages are so absurd that like they could never be true, but it's just so crazy. Like if I, if I had any ounce of distrust for Steven, I'd hundred percent believe the message and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe he said that to his boss about me. But like, I, I know better. Thank God. But this, this one was crazy. So I got a text. I was in the middle of a workout and it said, broke my, this was in the morning um, of Thanksgiving, broke my phone, babe. By the way, we don't like, he doesn't, we don't speak like that. We have a name for each other. That's like evolved over time. I guess it used to be babe when we were like first dating. And now it's like zoo or Zuby, which I shouldn't even be telling you because now like I'm maybe someone's going to send me a random text like Zuby. It's me, but broke my phone, babe. And it came through as like, a green text. So it's clearly someone from one of those like websites where you can text someone. I don't even know how this person got my number. They said, broke my phone, babe. I go, who is this law? I know that my fiance is sleeping. Like it's 1030 on Thanksgiving day. He loves his sleep. Another cancer quality. Like he literally could sleep all day. And then he gets up and he's like, I didn't sleep at all last night. Like it's never enough sleep for him. It's, it's ridiculous. But I go, who is this law? And they go, Lindsay, I dropped my phone and it cracked and won't stay on. I'm using a prepaid phone until I can get it fixed or another. Better than nothing right now. Wish we were just laying in bed cuddling. What? Can you imagine if I responded? I was like, me too, baby. First of all, we don't speak like that. Nobody calls me Lindsay. Like anyone calling me Lindsay is trying to murder me or mad at me or very confused in that moment. And I don't have the heart to crack them, but no one calls me Lindsay and we don't call each other, babe. It was just, and also like, you don't get a prepaid phone. If you lose your phone, like you just, you, there's measures you can take before that. Like you message from your iMessage from your computer or you grab someone else's phone, like your mom's phone. You come downstairs. How about that? We're in the same house. Like just so weird. I don't know what their end game was there. Like, if I responded like, yeah, I wish we were cuddling too, are they going to be like, yeah, but I cheated on you. Like what, what would be, what would be next? I would love to know. Anyway, I was thinking about the whole like review thing. Cause I was talking before about how, you know, these reviews will be like, she is so self-obsessed and it's like, frankly, the opposite. So I'm doing something wrong and how I'm coming off clearly. But I was thinking like, I never leave a restaurant. And I'm like, wow, that meal was amazing. And then I'm like, that meal was so amazing that I'm going to write a review about how amazing that meal was, you know? Like no one ever takes it into their own hands to write a review about an amazing experience. It's only ever like a negative experience that people feel the need to write about. And that is why people, like all podcasts, 
even the best podcast in the world, like for example, this podcast, Smart List, which I started listening to, very funny. It's like Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes and Will Arnett, right? And they're really funny and they interview different mega celebrities and like there's nothing negative that anyone can say about it. So I was like, I wonder if they get bad reviews. So I go to their reviews and they did. They got bad reviews. Like someone had the audacity to be like, they make it all about them. They're kissing celebrities' asses. And it made me feel a little better because I was like, even a podcast that does not shake up anything controversial and is literally just guys trying to like be funny and show you different celebrity takes, like get bad reviews. And it's so crazy. And I get these amazing positive DMs that are so sweet from so many of you being like, your episodes have made me so happy. They've made me break up with a toxic person. And all I want to say is like, can you write that in a review? But I would never say that. But I'm taking this time to say, if you do like the podcast, a review that isn't telling me I'm disgusting and you know horrible would mean a lot to me. I would be so thankful for that this holiday season, but only if you're called to do so. And I guarantee I'm going to get a review just from saying that, saying she's begging people to write her. So you know what? You, you're, you can never win. You can't dance at every wedding. Speaking of weddings, someone had asked me, why did I pick a wedding planner on the opposite coast? That is a great question. Let me tell you. I... I'm so neurotic, the Virgos inside me. I had a vision for my wedding. I went to my friend's wedding a few years ago and I loved it. I loved everything about it. It was in Tuscany. My wedding is not in Tuscany. I fucking wish my wedding was in Tuscany. It was so extravagant. My friend Steph's wedding, Steph, if you're listening, you crushed it. I definitely am not going to be close to the level of how insanely perfect this wedding was. But I was obsessed with the way it was done and the attention to detail. And the planners seemed to be really, really on their shit. So when it was time to hire a wedding planner and look around, I really wanted to use this same planner that my friend had used. And she and they are in LA. And my friend isn't even in LA, but she worked with them and she was like, they were so great. I really recommend them. And so I interviewed a lot of planners. And for some reason, I, in my, you know, strong intuition, imagined it happening with them. Like they were the ones that I wanted to work with. And I'm so happy that I did. But as a result, you know, we have not met in person. We've only met on Zoom. Actually, my dad met one of the planners when we were traveling in LA, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, and so we'll meet for the first time basically at my wedding, which is kind of crazy. Um, little wedding update, not really any update. Um, still don't have a band, still don't have floral, still don't have hair and makeup, but we're figuring it out. We're getting through it and we're feeling positive. We kind of, we got the, like the rehearsal dinner down a little bit. And like all the outfits are are there and ready to go. So that is all really exciting stuff. And it's better than nothing. We also finally got our couch. I had like complained about West Elm. And then I felt really bad almost immediately after because it's not West Elm's fault. There was a pandemic and apparently the pandemic affected like these boats that carry these couches. I, I trust me, all of this is goes over my head, but I learned through my complaining about West Elm that this is like a 
nationwide problem, a worldwide problem even, that all of these furniture companies are dealing with, except a few companies that are more, that are smaller and kind of like direct to consumer vibe. And one of those companies, which we ordered our stuff and like immediately got it, is Jenny Kane. Their furniture, if you haven't heard of Jenny Kane, it's made by artisans. I love that word. It's so like chic. And it uses, they use time tested techniques. Like everything is handmade and it's very modern. Like the Malibu coffee table and the side table, they've got a solid oak, walnut and knotty alder and like a coffee table. It's called the Bay coffee table. Like all of their stuff is amazing. What we ordered specifically for our couch were pillows and throws. So like they have linen ones, alpaca, super soft cashmere ones, and they came immediately, like immediately. We got the Tahoe cashmere throw and they're like these gorgeous gray throw pillows that make our couch look so good. They're such a good accent. And I need to do a little apartment tour on Instagram for anyone who wants to see because we finally have everything together. And I'm so grateful to Jenny Kane for that. Jenny Kane just is like they have, they're like a one-stop shop for every single thing, like neutrals, textures, like if you are someone like me who has not the slightest clue how to decorate your apartment, Jenny Kane is your new best friend. It's all like California inspired classics, like for any room, any mood. And I'm a huge fan of it. And I want you guys to be able to experience it too, but for 15% off because I'm always looking out for you guys. So go to JennyKane.com. That's just J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. And you'll get 15% off your first order when you use code ACME at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code ACME. You're really going to love it. It's perfect for the holidays. Also great for gifts. Like if you're like, what do I get my friend? They just moved into an apartment. Jenny Kane. If you're like, what do I get my friend? They are just a good friend. Jenny Kane. Like if you are like, oh, I would love some slippers. Jenny Kane. Like candles, Jenny Kane. Any furniture you can think of. Jenny Kane has it. Um, So go to JennyKane.com, use promo code ACME. You will get 15% off and you will be very happy with your purchase. You will not be waiting over a year. And it's really wonderful to not have to wait over a year for amazing furniture and soft cashmere throws that you want to wrap yourself in during a time when it is absolutely frigid outside. So definitely do not sleep on that offer because it is going quickly and it's a really good one. Some other things that you wanted me to talk about. Somebody said, penetrative sex does not feel good. And the guy I'm seeing right now gets really frustrated, which I don't blame him for because I'm frustrated too. Do you mind talking about this on the podcast? Yes, I I no, I don't mind because this is a real issue. This is coming from a woman who's sleeping with men. You know, it's really hard for women to have an orgasm. Like this is not new information. We know this. We talked about this on multiple episodes. I think we spent a lot of time on this with the Justin Howman episode. He's a doctor. And it sucks. Like it really sucks and it's not 
a guy's fault necessarily. Like it's really, I think our responsibility, which we talked about this in our episode with Emily from Sex Loves Emily. Emily, yes, sex. Why am I forgetting the name? Sex Loves Emily, Emily Loves Sex. Anyway, you know where I'm going. Sex with Emily, (laughs) Sex Loves Emily, huh? And we talked about this because I really do believe it's a woman's responsibility to come. You have to know your body. And if you can't come from penetrative sex, that's okay. Neither can like a huge percentage of women, but you need to figure out a way to get clitoral stimulation during that sex to be able to come. So maybe you're like, you're rubbing like, you know, up and like back and forth instead of up and down. That's always helpful to me. Maybe you use a little vibrator situation Maybe you use like a dick ring. I don't know if that's even still a thing, but there's tons of, maybe you have him finger you like while you're having sex. Anyway, I don't want to get like too graphic here. Sorry, in-laws. But there's tons of ways to do it and and to make it happen. It's just, you got to put the effort in and you have to communicate that with the partner. You have to be like, hey, I don't want you to think that this is your issue it's not, but maybe you can help me. Like, let's work together. Guys, guys love a challenge, love a challenge. The best thing you can say is like, oh, no one has made me come. Maybe it can be you, you know? And then they're like all up in there trying their absolute hardest. And it's amazing. It really is. Someone asked about skincare. Where do you get advice and what are you doing leading up to the wedding? Great question. I am doing a couple things. The first thing I did was a chemical peel. It's called the VI peel. And I'm taking all my advice from my dermatologist and from anyone who gives me advice because I am a gullible bitch and I don't know anything about any like about anything skincare. Like I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not a skincare expert. I'm just a bride who wants to have really good skin on my wedding. And so if someone's like, oh, do this, I'm like, okay. They're like, oh, go to like Tracy Martin and get a facial. I'm like, what? Tracy, what? Okay. Like, I have no idea what's happening. I just am doing everything. Like any, like someone's like, oh, you need to like rub a placenta on your face. I'm like, perfect. I can't wait. The one thing I'm like weirdly hesitant about is getting a spray tan. Like, my friends are like, you need to get a spray tan before your wedding. I've never gotten a spray tan in my entire life. And I've just been always so afraid to. Like, first of all, I think I'm going to be streaky. I think I'm going to be orange. I think I'm going to like sh- like get it all over my sh- white sheets. There's no way I'm not. And I also like can't shower if I get a spray tan, which by the way is fine because like I'm not that big on showering to begin with. Sorry. But it just freaks me out. And I'm like, why can't I just be tan? Like, why don't I just naturally be tan at my wedding? Like it's not, it's near a beach. Why can't I just be tan? And my friend Fallon's like, I was, I got a sunburn at my wedding and you're going to get a sunburn at your wedding. So you need to just not go in the sun before and you need to get a spray tan. I'm like, I'm not getting a spray tan. I'm too scared to get a spray tan. And then everyone's like, you need to get a spray tan. So I'll probably get a spray tan, but I'm really, I'm really hesitant about it. And then another thing I'm doing is Botox, which I did this week. And Botox is great this time. So last time I fucked up after Botox, I worked out like the next morning I did berries and it like jumbled all over, like literally my Botox jumped all over my face, like to places that are not okay. Like I'm pretty sure it went like under my eye and made it droop. And that was my fault. Like that wasn't my dermatologist's fault. That was my fault. I jumped 
my Botox around. This time I did not work out until 24 hours after and I didn't do like a crazy thing. And I'm hoping that it settles more. And then by my wedding, we're good, you know, and maybe I'll do it another time before my wedding, but I don't think so because I think we should be good. But yeah, so Botox and that. And then another thing I've been really loving and actually really excited about, have you guys heard of Crabtree and Evelyn? It's these beauty products that are inspired by exploration and they've got like sensorial textures and powerful ingredients that are designed to nourish the skin and the soul. So my personal favorite product is the Evelyn Rose Hydrating Glow Face Moisturizer. I know it's a long, it's a long description to swallow, but right now more than ever with this creepy dry weather, especially in New York City, you got to be moisturizing. Like you just have to. They also have these gardener's glow drops, which are amazing. They've got a pearl infused highlighter that's like a sun-kissed glow. So kind of like a tinted moisturizer, you know? And I just really love it because everything is so like transparent and simple and you don't have to worry about like, oh my God, is this going to like give me pimples? It just nourishes your skin. Like that's it. So if you're looking for a good moisturizer, I would choose between the Evelyn Rose Hydrating Glow Face Moisturizer and the Complexion Perfecting Ultra Hydrating Moisturizer. Right now I'm using the face moisturizer for the day because it's like eight hours of hydration for the skin and the ultra hydrating moisturizer at night. Just really good benefits for you. Like it's perfect for all skin types. It smooths your skin. It's got like rose water and microalgae in it. It's it's just really good for you and like keeps your skin hydrated throughout the day. So like with other moisturizers, I just feel my skin getting dry again in the middle of the day. And I'm like, oh, I just don't want to like have to reapply that stuff, you know? And I think it's so great even for my wedding where I'm going to be by the beach. Like it doesn't matter how humid it is. I'm going to want my face to be moisturized and it has to happen like before you put any kind of makeup on it. And I really, really love it. I'm so excited about partnering with this brand. I've heard about it for a long time and I think that you should try it. Like it's a very dry time of year and you, your face shouldn't have to suffer. Like don't hurt your face by not moisturizing and not just your face. You should be coming out of the shower and moisturizing the shit out of your whole body, your whole body. So I really think you should try it. You should try the moisturizers. You should try the drops. Whatever you're into, check out their website. And you can use code ACME15 for 15% off your order. It's spelled C-R, like crab tree. I don't know why I'm spelling that. Like you know how to spell that. And Evelyn, E-V-E-L-Y-N. So definitely check it out. And moisturize your skin, you know? The website is crabtree-evelyn.com. So it's dash, not and. So make sure you get that right. And then you enter the code, which is ACME15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Like check it out, hydrate your skin, thank me later. But really tell me how you feel about it. Because I'm curious if you're having a good experience like I have been, because I'm happy to be using it before my wedding. 
We have a show at Caroline's, which I'm really excited about. It's so soon. It's in December. It's December 26th. And tickets are on my Instagram. We met at Acme in the link in bio. We're going to be talking about all things holidays. I'm going to reveal to you my wedding date. I don't know why I'm keeping it a secret. I just feel like it's more fun that way. I I don't know. Is it fun? We'll see. And it's going to be a really great show. Some special guests, some comedy, lots of laughs, and just some good, clean fun, you know? And nachos. Did I mention nachos? So definitely come to the show. It's December 26th. If you're in the city, it's the perfect time. If you're not in the city, it's the perfect time to travel to the city. You're probably off for the holidays. So like you don't really have an excuse. It's a Sunday. It's the middle of the day. So like, come on, hang out. It'll be fun. Somebody asked, what are some TV shows slash movies that have good realistic examples of relationships? Okay. So the first one that comes to mind is Love Life on HBO Max. It's with Anna Kendrick. And it's basically like every episode is like a different episode of her dating life, like a different year in her life of dating. And it's extremely realistic, in my opinion. Like each person is a flawed person. She's a flawed person. She ends up getting like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it. I mean, jinx it. I don't want to ruin it. Don't think I can jinx it because it already happened. It exists, but it is very, it's very realistic. Um, I've been told that 500 days of summer is realistic, but I remember watching it and hating it. I don't know. Maybe we just like hate realistic love movies. I don't know why. But I think there's there's a lot of them. I hate to say it, but the like I think it was like a marriage story, the Scarlett Johansson one, you know, realistic. I've heard scenes from a marriage is realistic. I think that Bridget Jones can be a little bit realistic. I mean, not the way that it ends, but like just like being like single and over yourself, you know, realistic. Most are unrealistic though. And I think that's really important to note. Like the notebook is just not going to happen. I mean, maybe it will. And if it does, good for you. But mostly not. I think the big sick has a really good portrayal of real romance. Uh, If you haven't seen that, I highly, highly recommend it. He's just not that into you. Extremely realistic. Probably one of my favorite, most realistic movies because it tells the truth. You know, if you have to question it, he's just not that into you. Or she's just not that into you, you know? It's not always he. Sometimes it's she. And that's important. Somebody asked... Can you talk about your view where if they like you, you won't be confused? What if you overthink? So great question because I overthink. As someone with this theory, I overthink it. And my therapist would say to me, pay attention to the facts, not the fiction that your emotional mind is creating. Like a lot of the time, you can't trust if you're anything like me, which is like a little mentally unwell sometimes, you can't always trust the thoughts in your head. Like you need to disassociate with them almost. There's actually a really good book on this called The Untethered Mind. And it's all about how you don't need to listen to your thoughts. Your thoughts actually like are a creepy narrative that like is trying to fuck with you sometimes. And if you just focus on the facts and like 
the observation, like observing things around you and how you feel with someone in that moment. And you, you don't psych yourself out about like, oh, but what if this, what if that, then it's actually like, okay. Then you realize, then you, if you're again, okay. So you're focusing on the facts, right? Like they're my boyfriend. They asked me to meet their family equals they like me, right? It's like, it's not like, well, they're, they are, they're my boyfriend, but like they, they might not be soon. Or like they asked me to meet my family probably to test me because they want to break up with me. No, like that's just a crazy thought from a crazy person that lives inside your mind. Like focus on the actual facts. Stay in wise mind, as they say in cognitive behavioral therapy. Wise mind is where you're saying, you know, I, the, what's the goal of this? Oh, the goal of this is to, to meet their family and to continue having a good relationship. That's nice. Why don't we focus on that? Why don't we be normal around their family? Not think that they're testing us because they don't want to be with us deep down. Like what? You know, it's really important to just like get out, get out of your head, you know? And just, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Sorry if you can hear the dishwasher, by the way, I feel like every time, see, see the noises. Every time I record a solo episode, my fiance runs the dishwasher like two minutes before. I'm like, I'm going to record an episode. He's like, okay, cool. Runs a dishwasher. Like he doesn't realize that it's loud and right next to me. Like it's annoying, but gotta love him. But speaking of running the dishwasher, actually, so we, have always got the gotten those like pods from CVS or Walgreens. And I never realized how horrible they were for the environment. Like I just like I grew up and I was like, oh, cleaning pods. Gotta get those, you know, the things that kids choke on. And it's terrible. Like I didn't know that you need to not just like be a good recycler, but that you also need to like use cleaning products that are good for the environment too. Like I I did not. I also like, we always think that these like eco-friendly products are more expensive and like not effective. Kind of like how natural deodorant doesn't work. Like, I'm sorry, but natural deodorant doesn't really work. I actually discovered this company that I've been working with for a little. So you probably heard me talk about them. Wow. It's so much less noisy now that the dishwasher is done called Blue Land. And Blue Land was basically founded on the belief that a cleaner planet starts at home, which definitely makes a lot of sense. And like you just buy a bottle once and you refill it forever for like the hand soap that they have or the dishwasher soap, which is great. Or they even have laundry detergent. Like all of these things are actually like good to the environment. So they're not like a huge bottle of something. They're not a pod. They're not something dangerous that your baby could choke on. Not that I have a baby laying around, but like you, you never know what's going to happen in the next year. And it's just crazy. And like everything smells good too. It's not, again, it's not like a natural deodorant vibe where like you're, you reek, but you feel like you need to do this for the world. No, it actually smells good. Rose bergamot is one of the fragrances and they have lily mint. I'm more into the rose bergamot, but like mint is nice if you're into that. And you're basically cutting all the plastic waste without sacrificing being clean. 
Like you can still be a clean human, clean person in general and use like products that are good for you and good for the environment. And the planet will thank you, obviously. So you can get 15% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash Acme. That's 15% off your first order. Any products Blueland orders at blueland.com slash Acme. Blueland.com slash Acme. Because you're blue, Abadina. Okay, don't worry. I'll never sing again. Okay, lastly, someone said people's comments on your body size and shape, how to navigate that. Oh, and then, sorry, I got an email that I'm going to read to you. People's comments on my body and shape. Okay, funny story. I was at Thanksgiving and a relative said to me, I, I was just like, you know, stuffing my face as one does on Thanksgiving. And I went in for like a third cookie and someone was like, so when are you starting the wedding diet? Yeah. Like people actually say that stuff to people. Isn't that crazy? Like people say that shit and it sucks. And like the reality is you cannot, cannot take that to heart because anytime somebody comments on your body, and I know this for a fact, because I do the same thing. Anytime I've ever commented on someone's body, it was because I was insecure about something on mine. Always, always, always. Like without a shadow of a doubt, it is always a projection. So you really can't think about it. Even if the person commenting on my body has like what I envision to be the perfect body, they still are probably projecting. You have no, you have no idea. No idea. And it's funny because like I, like I go to meetings sometimes for sober people And my friend in the meeting, like I was like looking at her, like being envious of her and how she looked. And then she like shared in the meeting and she, that she was like envious of me and how I looked. And it's so funny because like, you just never know what someone else is thinking. So don't take it personally. Like don't try to like see yourself the way that they see you. Just realize that it's most of the time, if not every single time, a projection and an insecurity of their own body. And like how I feel good about it is I I move my body. Like I work out. And when I work out, I see my body in the mirror and I like what I see for the most part. And I'm proud to continue to work hard and get strong. And that's what is making me happy recently when it comes to body positivity. Okay. I'm going to read you this email. It's not that long. My boyfriend and I have been together about two months and it feels like he's my person. We've fallen so hard for each other. Oh, it's called LDR can SMD, which is really funny. That stands for long distance relationship can suck my dick. He is unemployed living with his parents temporarily until he finds his next move. And a big part of it is the decision to move away or not. He says he wants to have me come with him too, as much as he wants to stay in the city with me. Ultimately, it comes down to a relationship and a different life because neither of us want to do long distance without an end goal. So if there's a choice to make between moving somewhere new with friends and a new life and doing what it takes to stay with a person, is there a choice that is screaming louder? On the one hand, I feel like, okay, we only met two months ago. Oh, shit. But on the other hand, I've never felt like this with anyone in my life and want to do what it takes to keep going. Okay. He needs to like beg you to go with him. But also at the same time, like you need to go because you want to go, not because of him. So it's a really hard situation. If you've only been together for two months, I hope you're official, by the way. 
then it's it's it would be a really big decision. I would personally let him move on his own, let him settle in and then see if like by visiting him, if it's something that you can envision yourself, if it's somewhere you can envision yourself living. But the last thing that you could you would ever want is for you to move there with him without any sort of future commitment. And then for him to be like, ew, why is this annoying person here? You know, you really just need to establish your independence there. And then I think it could work out, but it's two months in. Like I, I you got to give it, I think like six months at least before you, before you move there. But who knows? Love is real and I could be so wrong. And this could be like the best decision you ever make and you could be happily ever after. I just think that it's important to let him like establish his footing. He's going to be new at this job. He doesn't want any... I imagine distractions immediately like won't be good. So like let him settle in, enjoy the job, get to work and then come down and visit and see if you like stay for like a week or two. And then if you're like, okay, this is working, this is cool, then do it. But only if like you want to do it for you too, not just for him, if that makes any sense. I hope that's helpful. Um, I'm really excited that this ended up being a solo. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Because I'm over myself, I'm definitely not going to listen back to this. But I hope it was good for you to hear. And I love you all very much. 